0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nerd Factory Reboot Game Talk. So this week was a big week, mainly because um, lots of crazy things happened, and one of them was very shocking, to be honest. The first thing that was absolutely shocking was the fact that Troy Baker started to kind of promote a an NFT that was. Um, mainly about voiceovers called i think voice vs. nft and in it he promotes it he says it's a good thing and that you know you're either going to create or you're going to hate to which i actually replied by saying that well we hate the bad things and the bad ways of doing them and we create well our own way what we want to do and honestly it is very surprising to see what troy baker is doing because as far as i understand it at least it seems to be that this voice verse NFT is trying to replace voice acting altogether, which means that people like Troy Baker would be out of a job. And they want to just, you know, create these voices and get the rights to them so that they can, I don't know, give it away or help people with it. I, their mission is not exactly understandable because, you know, with NFTs, non fungible. You know, what would be the point, right? And I honestly don't get it. I don't know what is happening with Troy Baker and what he's proposing. But I would think that, you know, it's very weird that Troy Baker is doing it. I mean, he's a good guy. And seeing him do this kind of thing is very on him basically. Not, well not really him. Uh so anyways, what he did garnered lots of attention to the time of recording this particular episode. I think it had like maybe 1000 likes, but 11,000 quote tweets, which is an insane amount. And uh you know, I I just, you know, get really confused like <laughs> how much people hate this thing, and I'm confused that, you know, why would Troy Baker do this, knowing that he, not only him, but basically anyone would get targeted for liking such a thing, so I don't know, but I I just wish that, you know, he would basically, um, I don't want to say that I wish he would change his stance immediately, Because obviously he saw something that he decided to do. But I don't think it was particularly money. The guy is one of the most prolific voice actors in gaming. And I don't think that he... Um... Wants to basically, you know, get more money money out of it. What he wanted to say or try to imply, from what I understood, was maybe he was trying to say that, you know, he wants to, um... You know, help creators, big and small. So it is still very weird that he chose this way while well, there could have been other ways. But I don't know, I mean he's a good guy. So let's let's for now just not bombard him with so many negative things. I mean I tried to give an answer that wasn't that negative to you know seem like I'm hating. But rather, you know, saying, you know, no, this is my stance on it. Um, poor guy, but, you know, that many quote tweets, just yikes. As, you know, people put it, he got his ass kicked in those parts. But, honestly, it's not just him. Konami actually reported that when they decided to put out NFTs for Castlevania, they actually made a butt-ton of money. Which I'm not going to disclose because, you know, screw them. But they made a lot of money from it. And they are apparently very happy with it. And, I, I mean, unfortunately, it's the 35th of Metal Gear very soon. So, yikes. NFTs from Metal Gear, that is not going to go well. Oh boy. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Continuing on from all of that, let's go into a little more happy news. God of War has launched on PC and it is using Steam's own DRM, which means that unfortunately the game has been cracked very early. However, despite that, the game is currently the most, um, the top most played PlayStation game that is on PC and uh, it went through, I think, 60,000. It was its record, which is a great number for PlayStation games, because now they start to go on PC. Interestingly enough, Corey Barlake actually stated that many developers from Sony Studios badgered Sony into doing this, putting their games on PC. But Sony was adamant that they don't want to do it. However, they did, and they're saying that you know people love it. They're really happy with it, and they just support it and it's a great thing i mean honestly i'm I'm not a huge fan of having it day one on both pc and playstation because you know that can hurt sales to some degree i'm not saying that you know everyone cracks the game but let's be frank many people do many people first check if there is a cracked version available and they get it if it's not and you know if they are a huge fan of it they will buy it and that's a good thing but i think that There is at least a community that can do it. And I don't think that this will hurt PlayStation sales. I don't think from that point of view to say that, hey, I'm worried about PlayStation. No, I think PlayStation is doing fine as it is. It's just that... Kind of, uh, you know, I think that if you're trying to create a console and create this environment for it, so there should be a priority for some people. So I think that priority for now should be with PlayStation owners. So... I don't know I guess that would be much better much easier so but still the fact that we are seeing such great sales is such great news and honestly I'm very excited to see you know um, the rest of it and see how can they sell more and uh, like uncharted we actually have uncharted which is coming on PC as well I'm very excited to see that one and see how it performs in terms of sales because honestly it seems that their ports are getting better you know, because we are seeing ports that are being done uh, with less bugs, less problems. I think Horizon had a lot of bugs when it first launched on PC. Now God of War seems to have a very smooth launch. Could be thanks to Nexus, but we don't know. But still, great job. Speaking of, saying that nothing related to what I was saying before, it was a terrible segue. Uh, it's the 35th anniversary of Street Fighter. Yes, Street Fighter, the one of the most popular fighting games of all time, and the franchises is now 35 years old. Holy shit, that is awesome. I'm super excited for it, but we have yet to see Street Fighter 6 or anything else make any kind of appearance. I would hope that they would, but, you know, it's still very exciting, and 35th, wow, 35th anniversary, that is simply astounding. Congratulations to Capcom for keeping this franchise alive for this long and congratulations to the fans who are probably over the moon with this news. But still, we are in a very bad time for some fighting games, like honestly, where the hell is Tekken 8? Or at least, I, I don't want another season pass, no, I just want a new Tekken game with, a, with much better graphics and much better loading, honestly. And Street Fighter, go with 6. I'm excited for that, but, unfortunately, that would take some time. Now, Take-Two recently announced that they are acquiring Zynga. Zynga, if you didn't know, is one of the biggest, if not the biggest, uh, mobile game companies around. They have games such as Candy Crush, and they have been bought out by Take-Two, the owners of 2K and um, obviously Rockstar Games. They bought them for around 12.7 billion dollars. ish. So actually they didn't pay that much for it. Now according to Bloomberg, they acquired it for 9.86 billion. Um however sorry, 9.86 per share that values it at 12.7 billion. Whether they can acquire it right now or not. We don't know because, well, it has to go through some regulation and some checking to be sure that everything is fine before they can actually acquire it officially. Like, if you remember, NVIDIA tried to acquire um, ARM and they had issues with it because they thought that they were monopolizing the technology. So, they are having issues like that. But still, um, I think that Take-Two will be able to acquire it without any issue. So they are acquiring it and it's a huge deal for something like, um, you know, Take-Two and of course the gaming community because, you know, Zynga makes a lot of money with the mobile games and I'm very surprised that they actually decided to sell for this amount even. And honestly, it's very exciting to see where Take-Two wants to take this company. Will they let them do their own thing or they want to incorporate some of their own games with them I, I i don't think we know specifics of what they're trying to do but still i am excited to some degree to see what they plan on doing to some degree also i'm not excited because i know that you know they are not that good at doing mobile games and inserting their other games because they're that excited so i hope that zynga can actually take some of that pressure off of them and be like guys we'll do it for you don't ruin your other games will do it so i don't know if that would happen so of course you know the community was very surprised because this was a purchase way bigger than even you know microsoft buying bethesda and honestly it is huge but it's very weird i gotta say i didn't expect this moving on from that we have found out that armored core Um, has a new game in development with Miyazaki-san, you know, basically involved in it, we don't know whether he's the director or, I don't know, designer, writer, what's his role, we don't know. But we know that a new Armored Core is coming, there have been some screenshots that have been both watermarked and watermarked, and they're very small, so... There is some legit legitimacy to them because you know of their size and the way they appear, they look like you know they could be real. So we don't know; they could be, and people are obviously very excited for it. Next to that, Sirius Sam's Siberian Mayhem was revealed, and it is out on January 25th on Steam. This is being described as a game that is new standalone chapter, and it's being co-developed by Time Studio and Crow Team. So, exciting news for Serious Sam fans, which me and my friend are actually, we are actually fans of Serious Sam because we played it on VR in a particular shop. Another shop or store, what can you call it? Like, because it wasn't necessarily a huge game or anything like that. It was more like, you know, establishment. Let's just call it establishment. You could call it a game net, but it was just VR. So, let's call it VR game net? (laughs) So, yeah, I think he's also very excited to play it. Um... Also, if you remember, Twisted Metal was supposed to be developed by, um, I believe it was Lucid Games, the creators of Destruction All-Stars, however it seems that VGC has reported and says, their own sources have said that the reboot of Twisted Metal will not be made by Lucid Games anymore, anymore being the key word here, which is kind of weird. But they are saying that basically, a first party studio located in Europe is taken, has taken over. Now, which studio this is, we don't know, but many people are thinking that it could be Firesprite, given the fact that they have so many staff, and studios are under their own wing. They're saying that there's a high chance that it's Firesprite. Some people thought that maybe it was London studio, but everything is pointing to Firesprite, because they have a project that they're calling Multiplayer AAA. And since Twisted Metal is a multiplayer game, essentially, not a single player game, it is single player, but people play it for multi, so they're saying maybe it's Fierce, right? We are not sure, but it seems that at least we have confirmation of sorts that yes, the game is coming. Uh, it's not a, I don't know, dream at this point, which is great news. I'm actually very happy that it's coming, but I would love to see David Jeffy at least... Be a little bit involved. Like, guys, give him something to do. The guy is the creator. Obviously, he knows how to do it right. <laughs> Anyways, the Days Gone director, Jeff Ross, has outlined some of the ideas he had for Days Gone 2. He said that it was supposed to focus, continued, have a continued focus on Deacon and Sarah, that it, it would improve gameplay based on player data, and a more dynamic game world with roaming animals and more varied enemy and allied behaviors. and it would also have swimming and so much more that he outlined. But the thing is, Mr. Ross, as much as I know you are excited for you were excited for this sequel, as much as I know that you're salty that it never got made, bro, just let it go. At this point, you know there's nothing that you can do about it. Maybe you can do something about it in the future. But, I don't know, it just feels wrong. Like, let it go. It's like beating a freaking dead horse. So, I don't know, I just feel like, you know, this guy's trying so hard to convince everyone that, hey, Days Gone was perfect. It really wasn't, dude. The game had so many issues when it launched. You know it, they know it, everyone knows it. So stop, all right? You're not helping yourself, you're not helping your case because even if fans don't know for some reason, everybody else does, journalists know, critics know, Sony knows. The game was a mess when it launched, so let go for now. Now, letting go of things, and of course, some can't let go, SEGA decided to create a new studio in Sapporo City in Japan called SEGA Sapporo Studio. Well, duh and uh, they describe it as ensuring a high quality it, we, this studio will ensure a high quality and stable development pipeline it will design, develop and debug new titles and it will be headlined by Takaya Segawa and it's very exciting to see that is uh, a new studio hopefully this studio will help with so many games that Sega has whether it be Sonic games or helping out with I don't know, Atlas games there's so many games that they can help out on and the fact that they are here could mean that Well, maybe they were necessary. And great news anyways, more jobs for people. And speaking of Sega, Sega apparently trademarked something called Sega NFT. Sega, you have a dear place in all of our hearts. We all love you. Because at least you're not like Nintendo. To, you know, sue everyone for something. But don't do it, dude. Come on. (laughs) I mean, really, really don't do it. Just, you know, be who you are right now. We all love you. You have great reputation right now. Even though some of your games suck, which primarily are Sonic games. So, please don't. <laughs> now, speaking of that, moving on from that, let's talk some things about um, sales and something like that. Now, let's talk about um, Xbox. Xbox apparently has sold over 12 million, according to some estimates that Daniel Ahmed has actually made. He seems to, um, basically think that, you know, because of, you know, they having two, uh, SKUs and, you know, some strategy like that has paid off because they were able to make so many different, um, versions of their, of course, console and, uh, they apparently, um, made more S versions compared to X so people when they thought that you know S is not selling well apparently it is selling well but they're able to create more of it so good for them and honestly I'm very excited that they have done it and uh, 12 million million oh sorry <laughs> 12 million that's actually a great number congratulations to Xbox team now I don't know if we know exactly how much Sony has sold so far but okay Let's hope that you know both of them are healthy, doing well and selling as much as they could because I think competition creates a much better environment for gaming and if you remember Xbox 360 days and PS3 days, the competition was the reason why we had such great games and ideas. So hopefully both of them are doing really well and I'm actually trying to get Xbox Game Pass, but there are some limitations, probably difficult to understand a little bit, but Hopefully I can get it, and maybe I'll play Halo Infinite. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so continuing on, I had to, you know, technically take a little break. I um, poured biscuits on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how that happened because I didn't even see them. I just had just, you know, smacked them, smacked the box and it all fell. And I have to basically, you know, vacuum it later. But let's go with the episode. So lego delayed its overwatch 2 set because of current allegations against activision blizzard because of the fact that well activision blizzard is under investigation because of the harassment issues because of you know the terrible ceo so there's so many allegations against them that lego being a family friendly company decided to put their um you know partnership with them on hold for now so yeah i mean Honestly, uh, I gotta say, this is a great move from someone like Lego. Like, honestly, Lego has no kind of, you know, um, how would I say, stake in this kind of thing, in, in, you know, gaming universe. But given the fact that they are working with them, they were like, yeah, we are not going to associate with someone who seems to be very sketchy. And I gotta say, great job, Lego. That took initiative. I mean... Yeah, you guys didn't have any You probably even if you never said anything. I didn't even remember ever hearing that they had the LEGO set for Overwatch 2. But the fact that you guys did it, even if it's just for show, which I don't think that it is, awesome. Awesome. Like, you guys deserve all the good karma Reddit can give you. Go post on Reddit and we give you karma. (laughs) Alright. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Funny and Crazy. The popular video game, Among Us, is getting a one-shot manga. You heard that right. A manga. One-shot. That it will be coming next uh, month, on February, uh, for... I have no idea if I'm pronouncing it right, so sorry if it's wrong. Bisatsu Korokoro, issue 4, for 2022. It will be coming then, on February. So, one-shot manga. Kind of, uh, kind of weird. (laughs) Alright, let's see. Oh yeah, yeah, just usual news, like water is wet. Chinese streaming platform Bilibili, (laughs) this is a funny name. Bilibili, the replacement for YouTube in China, has banned more than 60 games that have violence in them. So these violent games are being banned by Bilibili so that they cannot promote violence yes you heard that right billy billy (laughs) did that what kind of a name is billy billy does it actually have a meaning because i'm actually very uh curious to know if it has an actual meaning it could be just a crazy name but still billy billy (laughs) is so funny (laughs) like in farsi there's actually a meaning for billy and it's not a good one it's not I'm not gonna tell you what it is because I'm worried that I might get reported, but there, there is not a good. Way. Damn, this is just crazy. All right. Um, yes, so Kirby is also uh, going into its 30th anniversary in 2022. Apparently, they have a lot. They have a lot to show off in this particular year, and they have a new wallpaper for the 30th anniversary that was shown off next to that they also announced that kirby and the forgotten land will be launching on march 25th and it has co-op support as well so yay great for kirby fans i'm i'm not a huge kirby fan but i love the character not fan of the games because i never played them but the character itself yeah i love it stalker also has announced that the game will be delayed for seven months yeah that that sucks for for everyone. So, Stalker 2 has been delayed until December 8th, 2022. Yeesh. So, they're very excited about the game. They're doing their best, but they're delaying it because they want to work more on it. And some people thought this because NF, NFT. How would it be NFTs? Like, removing NFTs is something that was actually going to be added after the game. I don't think it's going to be such a huge deal i think it's more like you know maybe they thought hey let's get some more time just to be able to do our best right like create more missions maybe do more with the graphics they i think they're working with Unreal engine 5 so even if i were a game developer and i found out something that could help the game immensely even if the game was like two weeks from coming i would say guys <sniffs> delay this thing <laughs> let's see what we can do with this engine i'm excited and i think they probably did the best that they could I mean, good choice. If, if they think they can actually do it, do it as best as they can, I'm excited for it. Why not? <laughs> also, on January 12th, Monster Hunter Rise launch on PC and Steam specifically. So if you're a fan of Monster Hunter, as I am, you can get Monster Hunter Rise right now on Steam for 60 bucks. Yes. Now... Speaking of being fans of some things, Sony knows that people are not a huge fan of PlayStation Now, so they are now getting the gift cards that you would probably get for joining PlayStation Now, and they're taking them away from UK retailers. They did this previously in US, but it wasn't big news apparently. Some people reported it, but I think I didn't report it either, but apparently it was reported. So, it's not saying that they're not fans of it, I'm joking. But the thing is that they are taking it away because they want to put PlayStation Plus in the forefront, expand it and say that hey guys, we are we are launching this new service, Spartacus. It has this, it has stat, and PlayStation Now will be integrated inside PlayStation Plus as a tier 2 maybe. But speaking of PlayStation Now and of course the ability to play PS3 games, PS2 games, apparently there is a patent going around that has been granted to PlayStation in September. And it's done by Mark Cerny, who has apparently found a way to make older games playable on PS5. Now, we don't know if this is like native support, like saying that I can put the disc in and be like, yay, I'm playing the game. Or download it onto the console, like PS4 games that it can do for PS Now, because either way, it's great news. But... We don't know the full details yet, but we just know that Mark Cerny has done something regarding this backwards compatibility. But I don't want to jump the gun and say that, guys, this is happening. This is it. (laughs) We are getting it. Put your discs in and you'll be fine. But I don't think that's the case. But I'm still very excited. And I hope that this backwards compatibility is not, you know, part of Spartacus tier list. Because that would suck. Like, I have a bunch of ps3 games There's a bunch a lot of them actually that i would love to play on my playstation 5 i would love to play metal gear solid 4 actually <laughs> i think everyone wants to so honestly doing that would mean that you know many people would like not buy the remasters anymore if the remaster is good why not but i think that you know that would kind of hurt the sales of remastered games and i'm happy that it would because that would mean that they have to work harder under freaking games instead of just putting something out that is broken from the get-go. Moving on from that. Now here comes two paradoxical news. Microsoft apparently discontinued the production of all Xbox One game, Xbox One consoles uh, at the end of 2020. So during the 2021 there were no extra Xbox One consoles being made. They put all their focus on series consoles. However, Sony announced that because of the fact that they have problem creating PS5 consoles because of the shortages, they are instead creating more PS4 consoles for the time being so that more people can actually get to play and have fun. And of course, that's why some of the games are also launching on PS4. Now, I would say that, honestly, Sony made the right choice here, and Microsoft did the right choice for them. Well, for Microsoft, it's more like, well, they have made a console that is Kind of next gen and cheap so people can jump in and they have a high-end choice so obviously people would go towards that one and they also have game pass which is available practically everywhere so that helps them as for sony sony doesn't have that luxury they say that okay we have a console this is our console These are the games you can get it, we know that it's hard for you to get the console, so if you are still on PS4, okay, we are launching some of our games on PS4 as well, so you can play it. Obviously, there's a huge difference between them, but at the same time, Sony is saying, guys, we are not going to stop producing uh, our top console just because we cannot make PS5 or we have to focus on PS5 for now. They're saying that, okay, there is a demand and we know that there is some issue with some people buying it, But we're creating more PS4 so that if you want to play in this ecosystem for now, you're free to do so. However, I think if Sony wants to actually be kind to everyone with this strategy, the easier thing that they could do is basically they can just simply come out and say that, okay, we have this console, we have these games, everything's okay, everything's fine, but we are going to give you guys a discount. Like instead of, I have no idea how much it retails for right now, but let's say if it is uh, 300 we are going to make it 200 for example. I don't know how much it is, but we'll give it permanent discount, so that if you want to be in this ecosystem, you can buy it for cheaper, and if you want to later change to PS5, we can get it from you and give you PS5, of course, with a fee. That'll work, but they haven't said such a thing, so maybe that's why many people are confused for the strategy that Sony is adapting. Now, moving on, Atsushi Inaba is now the new president of Platinum Games, as Kenichi Sato has decided to step down. Now, Mr. Inaba is the current CEO and, sorry, president of Platinum Games, and moving on, he will be under, basically seeing, overseeing many games that Platinum will be making. Hopefully, Platinum will long reign as the perfect game studio they are. Moving on from that, we saw some new poster uh, and screenshots for um, the Uncharted movie, looked fine, some people are comparing it to Marvel Infinity War poster, you could say it looks like that, but it's still good, (laughs) it looks fine, I'm more excited to see what the movie entails, honestly. Hitman Trilogy has been announced. It will be available on January 20th for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, S, Epic Game Store, and Steam. Also, it will be available on Xbox and PC Game Pass on January 20th. However, we don't know what this will entail specifically. Like, will we see it have, like, everything that we probably, um, you know, need? Like, everything in the campaigns or is it just basically the first missions for each game we don't know it could be like you know more combat where you just have the multi and not the story could be don't know really however also speaking of um you know hitman hitman also uh, announced and showed that they are going to bring ray tracing to their game in the future they will have a new mode uh, available for hitman Um, moving forward and um, the ray tracing apparently is now for pc not necessarily for consoles so i don't know if it's going to come and right now of course admin is available for purchase until january 20th for only i think it was 30 dollars on playstation or 25 dollars whatever it's very cheap buy it it's a great game i hear i haven't yet bought it i will buy it i'm just waiting to see if you know um you know before january 20th can something happen <laughs> the funny thing is when the sale ends on january 20th also the trilogy launches and new january 20th is also the day for many deals on playstation that will end so kind of kind of fun to see that happen fortnite will also be available on ios via geforce now as you know fortnite and of course epic uh, sorry um let's say epic and apple had a very epic <laughs> court battle the result was that the game was blacklisted from Apple Store for the foreseeable future. However, Epic found a turnaround, so the game will be coming to iOS via, of course, GeForce Now, the service that um, Nvidia has that have, you know gives you the chance to play many games by streaming them. So, this is cool, and they also announced that there will be a closed... Uh, limited time closed beta next week it will feature touch controls as well so if you want to try it out and if you are um part of geforce or if you want to be part of geforce now beta you can um go ahead sign up and uh, remember this is also available for android as well but it's a big news for ios because it is not you know basically um available on ios right now um gran turismo 7 has announced PlayStation basically announced that Gran Turismo 7 will be the home to legendary Daytona International Speedway. The popular, super popular simulation driving will be available on PS5 and PS4 on March 4th, and this legendary track will be available as well. Final Fantasy XIV, which stopped sales because of how many people were buying it and they were excited for it, and that happened like a few days after the game launched, um, has resumed digital sales and it will start on january 25th yoshida said that we had some factors that we had to consider but we are resuming um the sales which will be japanese standard time 5 p.m january 25th so if you want to play it or you want to you know do a trial for it now is your time go for it and do it Jeff Grubb also said that Respawn is working on a AAA single-player first-person shooter with a focus on style and mobility. This game is apparently very early in development and EA expects a release in 2024 or 2025. And, just so you know, I know you're excited, but this is not a Titanfall sequel, unfortunately. We don't know what kind of a game it would be, would it be like, I don't know, when they say it's not Titanfall, Are we saying that basically nothing related to Titanfall, not even Apex? Or is it going to be something related to Apex, at least? Because Apex is in the world of Titanfall. So, we are not sure about that. We don't know exactly. Now, also, God of War did launch on um, Steam and Epic Game Store. It launched on PC, basically. And the funny thing is that when the game launched, uh, we had some amazing new information about you know how it's running how good it is how much the frame can go and honestly it's so cool to watch um, digital foundry's video on it because it's a great pc port apparently they're singing it praises left and right which is exciting and the cool thing is that the game launched to an absolutely amazing number of 94 for critic reviews that's such an amazing thing. Euphoria Storm Reed joined HBO's Last of Us as Riley. Riley was the best friend that Ellie had that passed away. For those of you who have played the game, obviously you know this. But for those of you who didn't know, obviously it was spoilers. But seriously, the game is so popular everyone knows. That. I mean, If you listen to a gaming podcast, obviously you played it and know it. I mean, you're not a movie fan. If you are, you play Last of Us at least. I'm hoping this wasn't a spoiler for you. If it was, I'm sorry. But I'm sure by the time it will come out, you will have forgotten about this. Don't worry. And I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's pretty much it. So... um, Oh, no. That is not it. I remembered. We have two more things to talk about. Yikes. I almost forgot. So Battlefield 2042, as you know, had a terrible launch on... um, basically every console and PC, and it was so bad that players were demanding that they do something about it. They decided to say that no, you guys are toxic, you guys are bad, you guys are not real fans, the game is fine as it is, and they called everyone toxic, brutal, and they have unreasonable expectations. Yeah, it is unreasonable to want a game that runs well, that textures load at least, and the game looks fine. Okay, whatever. However, saying what they said, because of what they said, of course, Steam is issuing refunds to everyone, regardless of how many hours you played the game or when you bought it, no matter what, you're getting a refund. Next to that, the game has fallen to an all-time low of 10,000, to a point that Battlefield 5 and Battlefield 1 have more active players than this game. Which points out to the fact that Honestly, DICE, NEA, you guys could have delayed the game just by a few months. The game would have been much better. And it would have had a much better launch, not just for itself, but much better launch compared to something like Call of Duty Vanguard, which as of now, I don't even hear its name. So, you messed up. So, own up to it, and don't call everybody else toxic, right? Okay. So, that's what they did. Next to that, we also have fans of Red Dead Online who are mad at Rockstar because, well, these are some things they were requesting. Because they think Rockstar has left the game in, well, shambles or something. The top requested things that they want. They want a Rockstar editor for the game, which I'm surprised that there isn't in the game. They want an improved economy. They want uh, people, they want Rockstar to introduce high scores. Um, They want the Mexico expansion, which was apparently worked on for Rock, uh, you know, Red Dead Redemption 2, as we all knew when the game launched, but for some reason, to this day, we have not seen it appear at all. They want a finale for Jessica Clark's revenge, which is weird that when they say it like that, does this mean that they never gave out a finale for it? Again, Rockstar, what the hell? And they want a force 4K, 60 frame, patch for xbox series x and ps5 which is not unreasonable honestly but given that this is rockstar you're not going to get a patch you're going to have to pay for it because they're going to remaster it just like they're doing with gta 5 which sucks like this is something that never happened for free they will want to get some money from you and uh, they added something called they're saying acquire new properties okay i don't know what you want to acquire But still, these are some of the demands that some players are having and uh, they're mad at Rockstar for leaving Red Dead Online in the situation that it currently is, which honestly sucks. And I really hope that Rockstar actually does something to turn it around because we also heard a rumor that apparently GTA 6 will be the only game from Rockstar that will be launching this generation again. Like, when I say again, I mean that, you know, only one game the whole generation. That sucks. What are you doing, Rockstar? How are you managing things? This is not the way. This is not what you were doing. So, this this really sucks that they have gone to such terrible, terrible situation. Also, the fans of um, Halo Infinite Multiplayer, the Xbox fans of it, are calling for stopping the crossplay between PC and Xbox, which apparently is forced. Now, I'm not sure if it is forced, because some people are saying that, no, there is a a certain option they can turn off that doesn't make it forced. But they are angry that this exists either way because they're saying that either some are cheaters or they're way too good. But it seems that it's not only Halo Infinite but also Warzone. So while I don't know exactly what's going on over there, that's what they want. In an internal email at the beginning of December, EA's Laura Melee on Battlefield 2042 said, We believe we're ready to launch through mock reviews and our testing, which showed strong service stabi- stability, our critical reception was initially strong in the low 80s. And then she goes on to say, but as more players came into the game, we encountered a few things. Melee went on to acknowledge, we've had feedback from some players on feature choices. These were con- conscious choices by dev team, not, but, but not everyone agrees with them. When you say low 80s. Do you mean 61? Because that's the current score the game has on PS5. So, honestly, you know, <laughs> first off, I have no idea who who wanted to give this game such a great score. There is, there are some major, majorly confusing scores. We have 100 from EGN. We have 90 from Twinfinite, Noisy Pixel, and COG Connected. What the hell? Did you play the same game we played, or was this something like a Battlefront 2 situation, where you thought you were? But we also see that the game has a score of 61, so no, I guess? (laughs) shills, maybe? But yeah, this is what was said, and I have no idea why they were so excited about it. And the final news, Attack on Titan has a collaboration with Warzone in which you can get Levi's costume. That's all you get. You get the costume with the swords, but the character that you play as is obviously not Levi, but somebody else. I have no idea who that character is. I just see that there is someone that people are making fun of it because they're saying this looks nothing like Levi. Yet they're saying that this is not supposed to even be Levi, but rather just the the suit. (laughs) Either way, really weird. And that's pretty much it. Thank you guys for joining. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. There was a lot of news to cover. I tried to say this as fast as possible. And um, I'm sorry that it was a bit faster than usual. Um, I just hope that you guys enjoyed it. You guys had fun listening to it. And I hope that it was good. So until um, until next time, guys, have fun. Keep safe. And I'll be seeing you very soon. But uh, that's pretty much it. So see you guys very soon. Bye.